Baruch Hashem, we're able to be alive. That's the biggest blessing. It's brought down. What are you complaining about? You're alive. Right? When a person's alive, that alone is, uh, is the biggest brachan, let alone, let alone that we're alive in a base medrash, that we're alive uh, trying to grow, which is, the, which is the purpose of life. The purpose of life, thank you very much. The purpose of life is for us to grow and for us to transform and to reinvent ourselves and to constantly be challenging our status quo. It's one of the reasons that we learn purity of speech, because one of the biggest problems that, that we have is that we look at other people, and we, as we're going to be learning in Mitzvah Yisharim, jealousy is that the second that we look at somebody else to, to see what they're doing, then, then it's dangerous. It's very dangerous because... Because number one, you uh, you leave yourself, and number two, and number two, is uh, you can't you can't um, you know you you can't fix anybody else. It's not it's not about anyone else. I remember twenty years, maybe maybe even more than that. I remember hearing a Maisa. I remember hearing this story. I don't know exactly who the two people were, but there were two rabbanim who had a machlekes in in uh, about an eruv. You know, something like that. I always remember this. Maybe close, could be even thirty years ago. I heard this story, and and uh, one of the rabbanim said he saw the one who held that the eruv was was uh, not good. He saw him on Shabbos walking with his talus, whatever it was, or they had this whole thing. He was walking, carrying. So he said to him, he said to him, the the other one said to him, what's what's what, why are you carrying your thing? I thought you hold. The Erev is, is, uh, is not a good Erev. What are you doing? So the other one said, what are you, what are you looking outside of your Daladamas? That was the Shakulatario. I remember it hit me very strong back then. Like, wow, like what a great... It wasn't like a shtach. It wasn't like a put-down. Oh, what are you looking at outside of your Daladamas? It's like, what are you, uh, what, what's it? You're, you know, I'm over here. You're over there. What do you, how do you know what's going on over there? So, so too, so too, the... the uh, one of the biggest challenges that we have is that we're, we're, the irony is, is that we're so concerned about what everyone thinks um, about us, right? We're so concerned about what everyone thinks about us, and, and, and that's, a, that's a normal thing for a person to do. But for a person to realize that, um, that there's nothing over there, there's nothing that anyone, Avada, we, we got to help people, and it's important to help, but Hashem will... Hashem will, will bring whatever help uh, he, he needs um, f- you know, from you for other people. A person doesn't have to search. Avada, if a person's in chesed, and that's what he does for a living, and that's what a person you know, chooses that, he, that he's involved, and he has to. Then he has to look outside to see what other people need, but not in, but not in relation to to myself, to be jealous of other people. Right? It's very different when you're looking at other people to see what it is that they need than, than, than when you're looking at other people um, and, and you feel, the, and you feel the, the lack. It's more to look to, to somebody else and to see, okay, how can I help this other person? 
How can I help another Jew? How can I see um, another Jew that, that I could be there for him? But, but, uh, but, but we get confused um, in that. And, if, and I would say that if a person is looking at other people and he judges them negatively and he's constantly looking at other people, then it's better for him not to do the chesed than to judge people negatively. You know, so then don't do the chesed. Right? Like the Goyen says in his letters, right? if you're going to come to shul and speak Lashon Hara, so people don't like to hear that, but you're going to come to shul and you're going to, right? the Goyen says it, you're going to come to shul and you're going to speak Lashon Hara, so don't come to shul. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing anybody favors? You're, 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 you're hurting yourself. It's the same, same thing with chesed and doing for other people. If you, if you have trouble you know, seeing the good in other people, and it's difficult for you to see the good in other people, then you gotta talk a stay to yourself. You, you have to you have to stay in your own corner and figure out whatever whatever it is that you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nassali, you have a question? Yeah. Um, why is it not okay to let's look for look at other people but it is I think it is okay it's, it's, like, it's a good thing to to feel bad people when they have to proceed. You're also looking at some situation. Like, what is it? Somebody's suffering. Like, why, right. why is it? Why, why do we try to feel bad for them? We try to be a part of the Torah. Because that's what it, that's what we do. Have to be noisable. Um, you're not looking at this. You have you have rachamim on the person. You're helping to chesed. A poor person comes to you for tzedakah. You see what you could do for it, as opposed to looking on a bus and saying, "Oh, that guy's of this." And looking at this, hey, that guy's at that, that guy's at this, knocking people. It's very different. A person says, okay, once a week I want to do chesed. Once a week I want to go, uh, you know, to a, to, you know, whatever you're going to do. I'm going to go, you know, help somebody. That's different, you know. That's kavaldic to look for other people. I'm talking about stam, where you're, stam, you're, you're, you know, you're, you, you want to be so busy. You want to be so busy in your own avoda that you don't have time for other people. Let that be the taina. Let someone tell you, you know what, you're so busy working on yourself, you're so busy working on yourself that you don't have time to, to, to do chesed for someone else. So then your Rebbe will tell you and people will tell you, I think you're going to do a lot of chesed. Right? Halavai. Saying halavai that that's, that's where, you know, what we're at. And we're so busy doing our own avon. When you get married and you have children, there's a lot of chesed. Right? There's, there's enough chesed with your parents there's chesed with your grandparents, there's chesed with your siblings, there's chesed with your wife, there's chesed with your children, there's chesed with your shul, you daven in a shul, there's chesed. You don't have to, there's enough areas to do chesed. There's enough, to, you don't have to look, look for it. Hashem will bring it to you. Yeah, Shimon. It's going to make a bracha, I'm sorry. Baruch
No, 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 not the last thing. How can I <clears throat> be more in touch with myself? Right. Okay, beautiful. First of all, sorry, come on. That was amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, so, so firstly, I, I just want to say on that thing that, that, yeah, that we all have a part of us that is, that is fake, and we all have, you know, we have parts of us that are not, you know, that are, that are uh, you know, that, that are not, you know, totally authentic, like you're saying. And, and part of the, the anger that we have when we see that in other people is because we have the anger, you know, that we have that. So Shimon, firstly, you know, part of seeing the good in other people and seeing when we see something in somebody else, it's really within us. The pshat is that it's okay for a person to recognize that he has chesronos and that I have chesronos and I have these challenges you know, that are, that are part of me. I have these things inside of me. You know, part of the, you know, when we were speaking about gaiva, part of the problem with gaiva is that a person says, okay, so I have these, I have these uh, shortcomings. There's nothing wrong that I have shortcomings. It's okay that I have shortcomings. When a person lives in that world, Shimon, so then, then he's open to explore more of his problems. When a person lives in the world of problems are bad and shortcomings are bad and, and, and I have to be in denial, um, I have to be, in, in, in Hebrew it's lahakish, I think, that's how you say denial. Lahakish means you're, it's even stronger. It's like you're, 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 going, you're, you're, you're contradicting it, you're going against it. What's wrong that I have problems? So what? So yeah, so I have gaiva. So what? What's wrong that I have, right? What's the big deal if I see it? What, a lot of people, they get nervous when, when we talk about that. Whatever you see in others, you, you really have it. So they, they, they try and be makhish, they try and go against that. I never understood that. Like, why, like why, why are you going against that? Like, Adarabha. Okay, so I have this thing that I have to work on. So if I see in somebody else that they have this thing, so I have it. What's wrong that I have it? The only problem that's wrong that I have it if I hold that there's something wrong with having problems and having chesronos. But, 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 the, but the reality is, is that we all have chesronos and we all have shortcomings and we all have things that we have to work on. So, so Shimon, just, just to answer, I think your question is that just like you were frustrated at the other person when, when he wasn't being or she wasn't being, you know, uh, what was the word, authentic, whatever the word was, you would, they, were, they weren't being, came, came from the fact that you yourself, you yourself, right, were upset at yourself for not being authentic. But once a person accepts the fact that it's okay that I'm not so authentic, so what? So I'm not so real all the time. I'm not so real all the time. I'm human. The Seder. So then, then that gives you a chance to deal with it. And so too, so you're saying in other things, uh, how do I get deeper and deeper in understanding myself? The second that I'm open to say like, what's the big problem if I have a problem? So good, so I have this insecurity. So I have this anxiety. So I have this taiva. So I have this laziness. What's the big deal? Uh, not, I don't mean what's the big deal. Of course we don't want to have it, but to say that this is what Hashem wants me to deal with. This is exactly what I'm put on this world for. Right? That's, that's uh, yeah, Shimon, does that work? So a person wants to know how he, how he un, unravels more and he's Megala, like we spoke last night by Rib Shimon, right, about revealing more of himself and being Megala more of, of, uh, of, of who he is. The way you reveal more of who you are is by accepting more of who you are and saying that this is something that, that is a chesaron that I have. This is something that I have to, that I have to work on.
Okay? Oh, so one of the things we know, yeah, Batal. Just on what we were saying, that, you know, and I think that that's being, that's called being compassionate to oneself. Right. And then when you're being compassionate to yourself, Right. So then, when you see that other guy, all of a sudden there's like you, you, there's a change, there's a shift, and now right. you see that other person right. you can be compassionate towards them, because now instead of right. seeing that other person and being upset because you yourself are upset, when you're you know you go and you look at him and you say he's a fake, and you, you, because you feel inside that there's a part of you that's a fake. But now instead, because you're working on this avoda of being compassionate to yourself, so now it's easier to when you look at the exactly. other guy, be compassionate towards him. Exactly. Beautiful. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And and it goes the other way also. When when you're compassionate to someone else, so then that compassion comes to yourself. It's 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 kamayim panam lapanam. It's all the same. It's all the same thing. Because remember, our relationship with other people is the same thing of our relationship with other people. We are a, an other people. We're also a people. We're all, the way I relate to myself is the same way I'm going to relate to other people. The way I relate to other people is the same exact way I'm going to relate to myself because I'm, I'm, I'm also another person. We're all, we're all, it's all, the, it's all relationships. And it's the same thing with the Rabbanishom. So people get nervous. Oh, what about the Rabbanishom? It's the same exact thing. The way you're going to relate to the Rabbanishom is going to be the same way. You're going to relate to yourself, to relate to other people. It's all how you relate. It's all how you relate. And like Rav Bitsal is saying, so true is that the more compassion a person and understanding a person has within himself, and the more compassion and understanding a person has with another person, that memela can, can bring a, a shift in how we approach it, a shift in how we connect to other people. And that's why it's so important to learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara. That's why we learn it every day, and that's why we talk about it. Because when you, when you begin to, to be more aware of, of how you talk about another Jew, where it comes from your judgment of another Jew, or a group of Jewish people. And that sometimes is even harder when it comes to judgment, because then you could bring in you know, Hashem in it and say, oh, but that guy I'm allowed to hate. You start becoming a lamdin in your hatred. You start saying, oh, but, I, but it's a mitzvah to hate that person. Oh, but that person's a Mechal Shabbos. But that person's a this. So you could go ahead and you could start justifying all the reasons why you're allowed, right, why you're allowed to talk Lashon Hara. It's one of the reasons the Chavetz Chaim says that people justify and they speak Lashon Hara is because they say, it's a mitzvah to speak Lashon Hara. I have to speak bad about that person. I have to tell my children. I have to tell people, you know, how bad, you know, uh, I don't know, to talk politics. I have no idea why there's any reason anybody would ever talk politics unless you're a politician. If you're, you work for the government, if, you, if you're there, so maybe you have a chiv to talk politics. But any other layman, sorry to ruin everyone's maybe conversation sometimes, but, you know, it might be a little different if you're talking about Goyim and you're talking about that, that might be a little bit different. That's stam, pitlzman, and stupidity. Sorry to ruin that at conversations. 
But I'm saying, but especially in Eretz Yisrael, you talk about another Jew. Oh, but he's a Russia. You have to. Okay, Ms. Hader, if you're the Gadol Adar, you're a Rav, and you have to give a message for who people are voting for, right, blah, 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 or people who are not voting for, right, whatever it is, so then, you, you, so then, then maybe you have a chiv to say, to give over a message. But otherwise, Stam, to talk about this one and this one and this one is, is, uh, is, uh, is terrible. That's, that's the bottom line. It's terrible. I remember hearing in my, in my day, um, also, I don't know why I'm talking about it the second time, I remember the oil the we were talking and they said that Rav Shach said something like, if all the guys would spend so much time that they're talking about all the politics, about, you know, you know Eretz Yisrael and this, blah, blah, blah. if they spend that time learning and learning Musa, whatever it is, there wouldn't be any problems that everyone's talking about, something like that. I remember in Yeshiva, that's what they were talking about. But it's so true. It's very true. And there's a Yetzirah. There's a Yetzirah that wants you... It's probably the biggest Yetzirah. The biggest Yetzirah. The biggest Yetzirah. Yes, I'm going to say the biggest Yetzirah. It could be the biggest Yetzirah is to occupy your brain and your heart with someone else's life. And not your own life. <coughs> so people get nervous. Oh, that means I'm supposed to be... That means I'm supposed to be selfish... Right? It means I'm supposed to be selfish. So like I said, don't worry about being selfish. Don't worry about being selfish. Most selfish people are the ones talking about everybody else. Those are the selfish people. Most, most selfish people. A person who's truly working on himself and he's, and he's learning Musr and he's, and he's trying to understand himself and he's open to, 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 to change and he's open to growth. Most people like that are not interested, are not interested and they don't have time to think about other people and to talk about other people and to talk about politics and to talk about stupidity. I'm too busy. Right? I'm too busy, you know, doing my doing doing what it is. Right? Who said that? Uh, Yeshua Benelli said that. Right? Why there are no commercials uh, for 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 Lamborghinis? Right? Well, oh yeah, I forgot to hit the punchline. Right, why are there no commercials for Lamborghinis? People can, are not watching commercials, are not watching television. People who can afford a Lamborghini are not wasting their time watching, watching television. Right, they're not, I mean, I don't know if you guys know what television is, but back in the day there was something called television. Right, they're, not, they're not on their phones. They're not there. People, people don't have time for that. People are too busy. A successful person is too busy to be dealing with the stupidities of other people. Now again, that doesn't mean you're not doing chesed. It doesn't mean you don't have rachamim, right? A driver, I spoke to a driver, it's like a crazy story, in uh, by, uh, Yassi, I don't know where Yassi went, uh, in, in uh, Yassi's restaurant, Yassi Tauenfeld's, his old restaurant, so there's a yid there, when he was the owner of the restaurant, so he, he uh, I, I met him last, uh, two summers ago, I used to give the shear in, in Woodburn, right, uh, yeah. Used to do in the summer, the sheer in uh, in the restaurant, and and I spoke to the, the owner, and, and we were talking about he's he learned he's, uh, he was zoicher to drive or Moshe Feinstein, he was zoicher to be a driver. So the first thing I said, no, tell me a ma'isa, give me a ma'isa. There's a ma'isa, he tells me Moshe Feinstein. He says, I mean I've said it over to, to, to everyone here. He says he's driving. This guy he said the story. It's not a, he didn't read it. It's not a he this guy. Bididi, bididi, however you say it, right? He, it, this happened to him. He was driving with Rabbi in the east side, and they stopped on a corner, and there was a, a lady who was something, some, 
some potatoes fell or whatever. Ramayusha got out of the car and picked up and helped the lady with her with her bags and her potato and came back in the car. Okay, we don't know who Ramayusha can't imagine Ramayusha Feinstein, but imagine imagine anyone who you can imagine who would never waste a second in their life of Torah. Never waste a second in their life of Torah. Oh, Yossi, I just said, said over the Maisa from Rabdovich. Uh, Rabdovich, he was Ramayusha's driver, right? He was Ramayusha's driver, right? You've heard that story. I just said over the story that he told me, right? With, uh, he's told it to you with the, the lady and helping out the lady in the... Yeah, you remember that story? What? When I was there, I could be told you something like, but what's the point? The point is, here's the Gadol Adar, Moshe Feinstein. I promise you, Halabah, you can't imagine Bithel Torah of Moshe Feinstein. All he lived his life. I can't even talk about it. I'm doing, a, I'm embarrassing him to talk, even talk what that means. His, you know, Torah, 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 not wasting a second. So what's he doing looking out the window? What's he doing getting a... Okay, chesed will come to you. Chesed, Torah is chilasoy chesed, besoyfoy chesed. Torah is, the beginning is, is chesed. It starts off, the Gemara says, and it ends with chesed. If you're doing Torah right, you're going to do a lot of chesed. Don't worry about it. And if... That's the way it works. If you're doing Torah right and you're learning and you want to help people, and you're not talking Lashon Hara, and you're a sensitive person, I promise you, the chesed will come your way. It will come your way. The greatest chesed you could do for yourselves, especially when you're in yeshiva. When you're in yeshiva, your biggest chesed you could do is you've got to take care of yourself. Oh, oh, achtas. Yesterday we had an amazing trip of achtas. Exactly. So you'll go on a trip, and you'll have achtas. You'll go in the dining room, and you'll, you'll let someone walk in front of you. You just did chesed. You'll smile at someone and say, good morning. You'll do chesed. It's very easy to do chesed in yeshiva. But the greatest chesed that a person can do for himself is to really take care of himself and really invest in himself. And like I said, you'll get married, you'll do chesed with your wife. You don't tell your wife you're doing chesed. I'm saying with the chesed. And you do chesed with your children. You do chesed with, your, with people around you. That's not a problem. But, but the problem is, is that when we're so focused on other people, that's very, very dangerous. It's very dangerous to be thinking always about other people in that way. You, you know what I mean. Rabbi Small, you had a, you had a comment or a question? Yeah. Very good. Beautiful. 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 Beautiful, right? It's true. I like that. Right? The Kula Babak Lashonara, right? It's true. Which means that that's, that's a, a Taiba, right? Whatever it is, it's in there. It's in there. Which makes sense. Makes sense. The whole, the whole I'll have to go through it. I never thought of this term. The whole thing with the Nachash, with Chabu, is all about, you know, Klape other people. It's all Klape. It's all, it's a, it wasn't out about her. It's all about the Rabarashom, the Yisim Kalakim. It's all, it's all shifting her outside of her own zone. Beautiful. You did, you, you had a question or no? No, before I was, okay. was going to ask her on the whole lesson. Where he said it's not going to talk about us tomorrow, this and that, like even in the midst of it. But there's certain things that you have to tell people to stay away from. 
hundred percent. I yeah, hundred percent. But it, but it depends who you are and what you're saying. hundred percent. Because that's to be very careful to stay away from people who bring him down. It's very important to stay away from people. Yeah. You gotta just tell a friend that you need help. You need help. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Usually you don't need. Another friend to tell a friend. Usually people know what? Yeah, 100, there are 100%. 100%. I'm talking about sitting around talking about other people. You're right. Say, listen, you know, I think this person, you know, is affecting you. And I think, well, as a friend, he, we're not judging him. It's all how you present it also. You could say anything. It's all how it's presented. It's all how you say it. It's all what you say, the way you're saying it. It's all, it's all in your kavan. Uh, as we've said, you're, it's, a, it's a mitzvah event. To somebody, it's a mitzvah for the ventee to to uh, to yeah. That what? That what? Don't hate your brother in your heart. Right, right. Get it off your heart. Exactly. Go, go, go. Express it to someone. But again, you have to know who the ventee, who the macabre is. If the macabre is going to rate you on and get you more negative and get you more angry, then that's the wrong person. If it's somebody who can have empathy and can listen and can say, you know what, it's, I see it's something within yourself, whatever it is, and that's great. Then it's mamish and mitzvah. You're mamish mekayim, you know, you're, you're like, like, like Rasul Karab is saying, like, sister zachikabul levecha. Right? It doesn't stay in your heart. It doesn't fester in your heart. As we've said, man, oh, I haven't said this quote in a long time. Right? Oh, I can't let him off the hook. I can't let him off the hook. Yeah, Nassim, what's the word? Can't let him off the hook. It's not about letting him off the hook. It's about taking the hook out of your heart. That's the part. Your, your problem is not him. The problem is it's, it's, it's within you. Okay, with that in mind, let's just learn a halacha. And then we'll learn as we're in Masil Sharm. Uh, yassi, yassi, yassi. So Yassi's been listening. Even though Yassi's been away, Yassi's been listening to Masil Sharm. Now, now we're here live with you, Yassi, in it. Now you gotta listen to the recording with you in it. Right, that's like double. Yeah, double, right? Double. And Yonatan, Yonatan Sarway's back in the house. <laughs> Such an inspiration. It's an inspiration when you guys come back because because it's a proof. I was telling this to Yossi last night by Rav Shimon. We were zeicha. Thank you, Hashem. I have to say publicly in the big Spanish, mamish. It was so holy the entire trip. It wasn't just by Rib Shimon, it was holy. It's by Rib Shimon. It was uh, the cherry on top where that was the hugging kiss from Hashem that we're uh, sitting together in Meron, singing, Dvekas, Mamash, having an aliyah together. And I was saying also last night with Yassi and Yonatan, just the, uh, the neshama. That's how I was talking about the neshama. You know, we forget, we wake up in the morning, we get so preoccupied with our bodies, and we get so preoccupied with this world, which is really what the Yetzirah is here, and what this world is here to do, and the, and the Chet of Adam Rishon and everything is here to distract us. As I've said, uh, the, the, the purpose of this world is to distract us from our purpose in this world. That is the purpose. The purpose of us sitting in this planet is, is for us to forget what it's all about. To forget that we have a neshama. And to forget that we have, we're going to die one day. 
and to forget that there's Olam Haba, and to forget that there's a real big, big, big purpose that we're all here to accomplish, that is very, very, very holy and very, very important. And the challenge of the world is to live Sulam Mutzav Artsav The challenge is to stay in this world and to eat breakfast and to, and to make a living and to be in this world, but at the same time, at the same time, to be able to remember what our purpose in this life is and to remember that we're a neshama. To remember that I'm a neshama. I'm a neshama, and, and, and you're a neshama, and we're all neshamas. And it's all, about, it's all about something much bigger than we can imagine. And we forget that because we live in a very physical, physical world which blinds us. So we, 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 all of our challenges and all of our pursuits and all the things we're focused on is physical, 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 physical things. As opposed to ruchnius and ruchnius and ruchnius. And ruchnius, by the way, means, ruchnius, by the, by the way, means bechol drachecha de'eyu. Ruchnius means when you smile at the bus driver. That's ruchnius also. Ruchnius is also when you're working. Somebody is working. Ruchnius, avada is, is when a person learns Torah and a person davens. But a person, Rufutner has a whole mimer on it, right? That a person could have more ruchnius when he's at work than when he's in the base medrash. Believe it or not, it's crazy to think that. If a person, while he's in the base medrash, can't wait to get out of the base medrash because he's got to do this, he's got to work, or he's learning to become this, this big balgaiva, you know, for people to give him attention, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm saying ultimately, ruchnius is all over the place. Mala ha'aretz kinyanecha. The Svarmak Tzayim say, the world is filled with ways to be koine Hashem. The world is filled with ways. Bechol drachecha de'eyu means in everything that a person does. In Derech Hashem, the Ramchal says, I'll show it to anybody. In Derech Hashem, the Ramchal says clearly, if a person is playing basketball, I mean, he doesn't say playing basketball. I'm interpreting playing basketball. If a person is playing basketball in order to strengthen his second Seder so he can learn better, so he could be healthier. If a person is, is sleeping and he, has, and he has in mind, I'm going to sleep so I can wake up and have a good day of learning Torah. When a person drinks or eats and he says, I want this to give me strength to serve Hashem. That's all he has to say. That's one of the reasons we say brachas. It's one of the reasons we incorporate Hashem into everything we do. When a person does that, it's equal to putting on tefillin. That's what he says. How much equal. It's the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. It's unbelievable. Oh, so Yonatan and, and Yossi, that's what I was talking about. So when you guys come back, when you guys come back from being in America, so when a guy goes away for Bain Ismanim for a couple weeks, a month, so the, the, the uh, you know, as I say, Avira Da'ara is Machim. So Avira the Chutzlarts is Mashta, you know, makes you, it makes, you a, makes you a fool when a person stays away from from Eretz Yisrael, Kedusha, for long enough, it, it, puts, it puts foolishness in you. So the fact that Yonatan, you, and Yassi are, came back after being away for a while is, to me, is the, uh, is the, te- is the testimony of the Nishama. It's the testimony of, uh, of, uh, of, of what, we truly, what we truly want. That's what it is. What we truly, deep down... One in our lives, and that's to connect to Hashem, and it's to 
to grow and to change because the world of yeshiva, I just want to say, the world, especially in our yeshiva, I can only talk for our yeshiva, the world of this yeshiva and the, and the walls of this yeshiva and the, and the, and the uh, boundaries of this yeshiva is, is, um, is, is to work on yourself and to better yourself and to change and to grow and to focus on yourself. That's, that's what the culture is going on in this yeshiva. When a person leaves this yeshiva, when a person goes outside, I don't think that that's the culture. I don't think the culture is you gotta grow and you gotta change. Especially in chutzaretz, right? There's one culture in chutzaretz and that is cash. You gotta make cash. Cash money. I don't know if that's what it is over here as well. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's as strong. But for sure in Chutzarts, for sure in America, one of the, the, the primary greatness of America is cash, money. Make money, make money, make money. That's, that's what it's about. That's what I think everybody's trying to do. And uh, it's beautiful, but it's not, that's not what life is about. That's not what life is about. That's, it's very far. It's very far from what life is about. Okay. With that said, beautiful, it's good to, it's good to uh, talk about these things. Says the Chafetz Chaim, even if you don't explicitly, uh, uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Small, Mamish, the day we're up to is Mamish what you were saying. Avak, today is the day we start Avak Lashon Hara. So, you're, so you, you're, it's a hug and a kiss from Hashem to you, Rabbi Small, and to all of us. Avak Lashon Hara. Avak Lashon Hara literally means it's the dust of, of Lashon Hara, which means it's not pure, right? What's classic Lashon Hara? Classic Lashon Hara, let's remind ourselves, is it's true. <laughs> Otherwise, it's Motsi Shemra. People say, oh, but I'm saying this thing about this person, but it's true. That, <laughs> that is Lashon Hara. Otherwise, you're being Motsi Shemra. Lashon Hara is you're saying something true, negative about a person. That person is a selfish person. That person is, uh, you know, did this thing wrong, whatever it is. That's Lashnara, pure Lashnara, and it's true. Really, he did this thing wrong, and it could be he's a very selfish person. That's pure Lashnara. Avak Lashnara is that you don't even say something negative. You don't say anything negative. He gives examples. For example, here we go. I don't even want to tell you what he did. That's Lashnara. Uh, that's Avak Lashnara. Or let's not talk about him. Now, not let's not talk about him because I don't want to talk about Lashara. Let's not talk about him. You're saying, like, I don't want to talk about him. It's too bad I can't tell you what happened to Chaim at work today because I'm being mocked on Lashara. So I can't tell you what, what, what uh, I wish I could tell you, but I can't tell you. That's, that's Avak Lashara. Okay? Someone asked you. Yeah? Did you? Say somebody, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no, no, that, but you heard, wait, 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 you heard what you added. Because we might end up, I don't want to talk about anybody, because we might end up talking about Shnara is different than saying, say say right, right, okay, so you have to be careful how you would say it, correct. Correct. Facial expressions, like Gitsy saying, everyone knows. You know, and again, let's just call this over. You know your customers. You know if the guy you're going to talk to, they're no, they're no like, no stranger is going to talk to you about Lashnara because you don't know the same people. 
So you're not going to walk over to a guy who you don't know and he's going to tell you Lush and Hara because you don't know, you're not sharing the same people. The people you talk Lush and Hara about are the people who you share common friends and you share people who you know are family members. So I guarantee everybody here, you know your family member, you know your friend, who when you're going to have a conversation with him, it's a dangerous, he has a bat, he's holding a bat, and every time you guys have a conversation, he smashes people in the head. That's what he does. So why are you surprised when you're in a conversation with him that he's beginning to take his bat and to whack people over the head? That's what he does. So what do you do? You got to stay away from him. That's what you got to do. You got to stay away. Okay. Someone asks you what happened to so-and-so in school today. You can't answer. I can't tell you because it's Lush and Hara. Why? Because your answer is automatically implying something negative about this person and may instigate the listener to continue prodding. So it's a very difficult situation. That's why we learn the halachas because we pray to Hashem as the Chavetz Chaim says. Right? When we learn the halachas and we dive into Hashem and we say, Hashem, save me. <coughs> say it every day, three times a day. Right? Please, protect my lips from speaking Lashon Hara. Protect my lips from, from lying. Protect my lips from talking about another Jew. And that's it. And we have to pray and hope that we're not put in situations. Because once you're sitting with a the guy, then you're already in trouble. Once you're already in a group with people, you're at a table and there's Lush and Hara going on where people will just talk about it. It's one of the reasons I can suggest this to anybody. I've had people compliment me. I've, I've never, I don't do this for the compliment. I'm not, I, I, but I'm just telling you what, what, I, what I've done. Every, every time I'm at my table, during the week it's a little bit harder because I'm not always there with the family all together. But when we are, we'll always learn the Hilchus Lush and Hara. And for sure on Shabbos, where there's more longer suhudas, I say it, and I say it on purpose. I say the reason we're learning this now, I say there are two reasons why I learn it at the, at the table. Number one, because everyone's sitting around together, so it's a great opportunity to get everybody together. Number two is that the place that people will speak Lashon Hara a lot, unfortunately, is when you're sitting at a Shabbos table, when you're sitting at a meal with other people in the lunchroom. You're sitting around. Right? It's so ironic, because you think people would go ahead and just eat. Right? What, are you, what are you talking for? Let everybody eat. Everyone gets nervous when it's quiet. They get nervous. Well, they're nervous. We came to eat. Sing Zmiris. I'm not going to tell everybody to have a Shabbos table, but that's the way it is. Sing Zmiris, right? Everyone gets nervous. Oh, we got to talk. So I'm going to bring up a stupid conversation. I have nothing to talk about, so I'm going to talk about somebody else, because then that's fun, because I have nothing to talk about myself, so I'm too insecure to talk about myself. Right? I'm not going to talk be, be quiet because I have anxiety when I get quiet. So, so what do we do? A person ends up, therefore, in that situation. Yes, there are a few uh, hands up before. Okay. I guess, yeah. Okay. I just remember once uh, hearing from uh, my grandmother and the name of the father, the once came to their step. And the step before us was the amount of, of talking that was doing. Right, that's what they say. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I know. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's an art, 100%. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I know the reason I can relate to that a little bit, it's like hard to understand. My grandmother, Shalom, was uh, also a person who I don't think, I never heard she was the nicest, most positive lady in the world. I, my mother is very similar to that. 
Um, and my grandmother uh, would just talk, she could have, she would talk, just have great conversations. I never ever heard an ounce of Lashon Hara from her. It's unbelievable. It's hard, it's, hard. it's an art. You have to be truly, you wouldn't talk about other people, it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible. You know, uh, don't try it until you know how to do it. You know, uh, you have to be very careful. Some people are naturally like that. You know, but it's, but it's okay. Correct, exactly. There's, no, there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong, right? I think they say, I don't know where it says, I think someone, I saw this once, it says, better be the person who's, who's quiet and everyone's saying, why, why doesn't he talk? Than to be the guy who's talking and everybody says, why doesn't that guy be quiet? Okay. So that's, that's, you know, for sure. For sure a, uh, right, Yes, Rabbi Small, you had another thing? Yeah. Yeah. You can't say Chavetz Chaim says that it's worse to say a mida, a negative mida about a person, as opposed to what they did wrong. Because if you say they did something wrong, that could be judged lekaschus. Someone says someone someone did something wrong. You can say, okay, he didn't know it's us, sir. He's not holding on that madrega, whatever it is. But you say this guy is a lazy guy, so you label him, and it and it and it it, it, it manifests itself in many many ways. A similar similar. Um, Chilak that the Chavetz Chaim says it's worse to not say specifically what someone did. Thank you, Rabbi Small. Okay, Hashem, yeah, Yitzi, oh, you just, uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zoycha today and every day, especially as we are uh, inching towards towards Toiv, Ein Toiv Ela the 17 days, especially we're by Rup Shimon uh, last night, so we were feeling the calling of, uh, of uh, Lag Boimer. Of uh, where it ends, the tkufa of kavod. Kavod is 32. Is gematria 32? The first 32 days. Today is the 24th day of the Omer. So I was thinking, wow, it's mamish. Uh, we're literally right near. Um, we're getting close to the iris. It's brought down that after Lag Omer already the avoda of the Ben Adam is uh, is is finished. Brought down, and now the avoda is to get to, to get ready for Kabbalah Satoira. Right now, we're still in the avoda of Ben Adam and I'm proud to say I said this last night by Rabbi Shimon, one of the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shimon was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, and I, I was saying how how proud I am of, of our yeshiva, um, and how proud I am that uh, our yeshiva uh, learns Hilchos Lashon Hara. And we talk about Benel Machavero. It's a, a shtickle tikkun, hopefully, for, uh, for, for, for this time, for this tkufa. Right? As we've said many times, this stage of 49 days of working on Benel Machavero is, is the longest period of time in, in the Jewish calendar that, uh, that we have a hachana. Right? We, we prepare for something. We prepare the longest when it comes to to Beinam L'chavero, it's unbelievable. It's like an incredible thing. So Hashem will help us not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, now Avak Lashon Hara, Rechilas, Maitzi Shemra, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen.
Okay, let's learn a little bit just for a few minutes. Um, in the Seal Sisharim, we're up to Kinnah. What a wonderful thing to talk about. Jealousy. Uh, the reason it's so wonderful is because um, it's so uh, prevalent and it's something I think we all can relate to. I know I can relate to it. Um, I have jealousy inside of me. Um, and and, and um, says the Ramchal very clearly, he says, He says, most people uh, will have it. However, right? Right? Every person in a certain, that's why it's hard sometimes to be in yeshiva. Because we're all in the same business in yeshiva. And when you're learning well, and then you're, the guy in your shear is learning a little bit better, or you know, your roommate's doing a little bit better than you, or your friend, especially when you're younger, right? the kina can be a little bit hard because you know, there's a lot of focus on other people and you're focused on your chevra, on status, and where you're holding amongst the chevra. So it's very difficult sometimes that a person is preoccupied with other people's business. We're preoccupied in someone else's business. And then I say, you know, work, work on it now, because when you get older, the jealousy is a little bit deeper, because you can change less when you're older. Right? You have your wife and your kids, and you're established, so your room for change is, of course, a person could always change, but you're, you're more boxed in, as opposed to a guy in yeshiva, right? He can change anything that he wants to change about his life. So there's more of an encouragement of, I can become greater, I can become better. Rabbi Tzvi, you gotta say something, Rabbi Tzvi. I'll give you a hachana for a minute, you gotta, you gotta say something, right? Bakol, bakol, kasher oh, so here we go. Here, here says the Ramchal, which is interesting because he gives an Eitzah, I think it's interesting for Kinnah, for jealousy, where this whole, um, it's a question that I have on Mesil Susharim in this parak, because this parak is just awareness. This parak is not giving us um, Eitzahs, really. But over here he gives us an Eitzah, or maybe he's just defining where jealousy comes from. Well, this is what he says. Luyedu v'lu yavinu. The example I like to give, I'll start off in basketball, and then I'll get to, to Torah for those, so this way we could, it could include a lot of people, right? So I say, you're not, no, no one's jealous when they're playing ball, right? I'll say, I'll say his name, I'm not holding in... Uh, in, uh, now, but no one's jealous of LeBron James in basketball. No one's jealous. Why aren't you jealous of him? Why aren't you jealous of him? Because you'd be, you'd be, there'd be something wrong with you if you were jealous of him. Why? Because you're not in his league. Not that you're not in the NBA. You're not in his league. So who are you going to be jealous of? You'll be jealous of one of your friends who plays ball and he's better than you because he's in your league. He's in your league. So someone who's in your league that's who you're going to be jealous of. But someone who's so far out from you, you're not going to be jealous of him because you have no shaykhus to that person. Right? Now let's take it in Torah. No one's going to be jealous. No one's jealous of Reb Chaim Kanievsky. not get jealous of, of a gadol. You're not jealous. If you're jealous, it's the same thing. Then you're a big balgaiva because you, you're no, no shaykhus. You have no shaykhus to that level. 
Now, you might be jealous of, let's say, someone who's your age. You might be jealous of someone who's in your same, in your same department. You're not jealous of someone who's so out of your league. So say Chazal, the guy next to you is as far away from you as someone who's out of your league. When you realize that the person next to you has no shaykhus to you and has no connection to you in Kabbalah, that's what he says. That's why a person has to work on Amuna to say that everything that I have is exactly what I'm supposed to have. And that person next to me, that he has whatever he has, as the, uh, as the Satmar Rebbe, as the Satmar Rebbe says on, I think I said this the other day, last week we said, right? as 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 so, so they asked the kasha, what do you mean? Don't be jealous of your friend's wife. Don't be jealous of his house. Don't be jealous of, of his, his, his bank account. Don't be jealous. And don't be jealous of everything that he has. So why isn't it, why isn't it in, in, in Aseris and Dibras? Just say, don't be jealous of everything your friend has. Why do you have to say, don't be jealous of this? And it details and then it says, also all the things. So the Sad Maruv says, Sfusa Yagen Aleinu. Sad Marubba says, he says, because when you're jealous of someone, you gotta take You only want the positive things. You get the whole entire package. You're gonna get the whole entire package. You just want this from that person. The Psharah is that the Rabbanishon puts every person, Ezeo Chacham, who's a smart person, Amakir Es You realize that this is exactly what I'm supposed to have. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be, to be dealing with. Sha'asa Li Kol Yeah, Rabbi Tzvi, go. With this, says the Ramchal. Yes, Rabbitzal. Just um, what we're saying. I was once waiting by um, in the airport. I was by the baggage claim, and um, so you know, it you know, comes down from the conveyor belt and goes around. And I was waiting for my my, and I was thinking like, why is it that 
no one's no one's just taking intentionally someone else's bag. Like that's a really bright orange bag. Like it's, it's attractive to me. Like I want a nice orange bag. Beautiful. But like, why is it that no one's taking that orange bag, and, and only the owner's going to take that orange bag? So then I was thinking that because when yeah, you might take that orange bag, when you open it, it has nothing of your stuff. There's nothing that I can use. I don't need a, a I don't know a blow dryer, whatever it's in there. I don't know. I don't, I don't need it. So so everyone has their their bag that's coming down from Shemani. Beautiful. And has tailor made exactly what they need Beautiful. in their bag. Beautiful. Go ahead. Beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Let's let's end off as the Ramchal says, and this is such a chizuk when I when I uh, when I when I learn this and I li- try and listen to the Ramchal, and he says, Hashalom v'hashalva, asharis. Right, we're all looking for peace and serenity, especially in our generation. Everybody's looking at the end of the day. People say happiness also, but we all just want to have Yishev Adas and Shalva and chilled and good. So he says, well, where, where do we get it from? He says, that belongs to the angels. They're all happy with what they're doing, right? A Malach has a very clear mission and no two Malachim, right? We all know, can, can, can overlap. And it's very clear, right? Suffolk, right? Suffolk ain't simcha kataras asfekis. When you have clarity, when you have clarity, you have happiness. When you have lack of clarity of what you're supposed to do, that's when you have a lack of happiness, right? Uliyishre lev simcha. You have simcha when you have that straight path of what you got to do. He says, Ish, Ish, Al-Makomo. Interesting that he calls it Ish, Ish, Al-Makomo. He's talking about Malachim. Everyone in their place. The Malachim, there's zero jealousy. They're happy. What I love about this is, Tom, Ramchal is telling us how to be happy. But he's also saying that what? That this belongs to the Malachim. We are physical people, and because we're physical people, it's something we're going to struggle with, but it's something to try and, try and learn to attain. And if you're jealous, don't be upset that you're jealous. Don't say, oh, I can't believe I'm jealous. The Ramchal is talking about it for a reason. There's a reason why that's one of the things in, in the Mishnah that says, that a person has to work on it. That's one of the, it's the third mita that he's talking about. Gaiva, kas, and then kina. It's right up there. And he's going to continue more. We're going to end off the parak. I can't believe we're ending off the parak of Nikias. I'm proud of ourselves that we, we, we uh, journeyed through Nikias. It's one of the most challenging prakim, at least for me, in the entire Sefer. But he's going to continue talking about money. He's going to take, continue talking about covid, which is all a... A, um, a, a offshoot of jealousy. It's an offshoot of jealousy. But the bottom line is, is that when a person learns, learns as Rabbi Tzvi was saying, or Bital, and, and as the Mesil Shisharim is saying, is that when a person learns, and it's hard, to stop resisting who he is, and stop resisting 
the things that he has to deal with. I think that's our biggest problem is that we fight, we fight reality. And when you fight reality, when you fight what is, you only lose 100% of the time. You lose 100% of the time when you fight what is. And it's one of the hardest things to do for a person to accept what is. When a person learns to accept what is, that's what I mean by reality, what is. And sometimes that could be terrible. Sometimes it could be what is, it's not good. And you, you accept it and you realize that this is exactly what Hashem wants. This is exactly what Hashem wants from me. This is exactly where Hashem put me. It's exactly what, what Hashem did for me. Then a person is able to deal with whatever it is that he has. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zolcha to not get botched down and, and bogged down by our past. Right? As I've said many times, the best thing you could do for your past is you could live a great today. Best thing you could do for your past. There's nothing else you could do. Your past is done. Your past is gone, way gone. Five minutes ago is further away than a million years from now. Five minutes ago is a further away than a million years from now. So you can't do anything about your past except for living today. And the best thing you can do for your future is you can live for today. So either way, the best thing we could do is to have an amazing day. Have an amazing day, everybody.